the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick, and that's exactly what we do. We get you caught up with the people and the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. You're going to love our guest today. It's Daniel Vargas. He's president and founder of Operation Triage because you're going to love the story. Uh, it's a tremendous success story uh, of uh, both what they do, of uh, corporations and helping uh, uh, acting as corporate citizens and helping out with the community. Uh, so, Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Great, sir. Thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, I'm excited to, to do it. And i tell you what we'll do. If it's okay with you, and as I told you before we started, you can you can kind of go, Milton, I don't want to do that. Uh, but <laughs> let's talk about the event that hopefully is coming up Tuesday, and we'll kind of talk about it throughout the show. Uh, we'll kind of do that as our, our own little commercial, if you will. Uh, so what is Operation Triage doing uh, this Tuesday? So this Tuesday at 11 o'clock at 4923 uh, Greenwood, we are dedicating a home to a Vietnam veteran, Jesse Herrera and his daughter that lives with him. And we found out about Jesse. Uh, it's actually been a really long story. We found out about Jesse about two years ago. A friend of his contacted us, and he was having problems paying the property taxes on his mother's home. So I went out to visit with him and found out that he had moved back home to take care of his mother. And after she passed away, the home was left to him, his brother and sister, and he was still having to pay taxes on it. And the home was uh, basically needed to be condemned uh, mm. after reviewing it. So we were able to get his brother and sister to will the, their part of the home to him. And because he's a 100% disabled veteran in Texas, he has he doesn't have to pay any property taxes. So we got the taxes away from the city, and, and that brought it, that up to speed. And then once we were able to get the home in Jesse's name, uh, I just went out and started begging for help. <laughs> and, you know, we have an amazing company here in San Antonio, uh, John Wayne Service Company, and the Rackler family owns it. And I met with them, and I just met with them to ask them to do all the mechanicals. And Mr. Don Rackler stepped up and says, well, I want to be the lead contractor. And within five months, we have a home done. Uh, we tore down the, the end of October. And here we are presenting it. Uh, this we would have done it last. I mean, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. but the weather kind of took care of that. Yeah. So this Tuesday, we're at 11 a.m. We're going to present it, and the public can go out and see it. It's at. Uh, we would. Go ahead. Yes, sir. We would love everybody to come out and welcome. You know, the Vietnam veterans never got taken care of when they came home. They never got you know a pat on the back or said thank you. They were forced to hide. They were forced to come home and live in shame for their service, which they shouldn't have done, because all they did was do what was called to them by their country. And regardless of how you feel about conflicts and if we should be there or not, you should separate the service people away from the politics. Yep. And these people need to be honored. No, I agree. And and uh, my father-in-law uh, was a Vietnam vet. And, you know, um, 
I know from talking to people that's that's a little I mean, he would bring it up and and but you could tell that when he talked about it, there was some bitterness. Uh, there was some disappointment, yes, maybe disappointment's a, a better word than bitterness, but disappointment. Yes, sir. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to, you know, we, we help all veterans. Uh, the one thing Operation Triage does, we help veterans, uh, disabled veterans, uh, active duty military members, uh, and first responders that are dealing with either financial or some type of disability issue. We do wheelchair ransom, furbished wheelchairs, and um, electrical wheelchairs, and Hmm. Find families that are in need of them. Uh, we do home repairs, home remodels. We've done emergency financial aid. Uh, just in the last couple of months, we've paid for two funerals for two veterans that the family can, you know, pay for their funerals. And um, we're just trying to fill in the gaps that our government doesn't do, um, you know, right or wrong. There's gaps there. And there's a lot of veterans that run into issues that they need to fix right away. They don't have time to go through a bunch of bureaucracy and wait for somebody to make a decision. We, we're trying to, what we're trying to do is stem um, and help in our way of stemming the suicide rates. The, you know, about 20 veterans a day commit suicide, according to the Veterans Administration. And what we want to do is if we found out that if we can relieve financial stress or a home repair, because uh, a lot of these veterans live in, on a fixed income. So if we can relieve that stress, we feel we can relieve the suicide rate. Uh, Daniel, do me a favor. If, if folks want to go learn more about all the stuff you're doing, the website's the best. Please give the website out. It's operationtriage.org. Uh, we're a small 5013C. We started in 2016. Um, I retired from the military in 2007, and I worked for a couple other nonprofits, and I didn't particularly like the way they were being run or what it was about. To me, it's always about the families and about these veterans, and um, I, I got remarried, uh, and me and my wife decided that I was going to do this full time. And we are 100% volunteers. No one collects a paycheck. I don't get paid. No one on our staff gets paid. Wow. We're all doing it. We're all doing it out of love for our country, a love our community, and a love for our veterans and our first responders. So we want every dollar that we bring in to go straight to these programs, and that's what we do. So was there? Um, and I was going to ask you the history and what's what's what. What prompted you to start this? And you kind of answered that, but was there an event, something that you saw, some challenges that maybe a friend or uh, someone that you knew was going through saying, all right, no, this is not right. This can be done better, and by golly, I'm going to step up, and I'm going to see if it, if we can't do it. it. It all started when I was still on active duty. When I was on active duty, I, I was dealing with a lot of medical issues at the tail end of my career. And I couldn't be deployed to Iraq or Afghanistan this time. I was in the first Gulf War, the Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and provide comfort. And I couldn't deploy this time. And I felt I felt guilty that I needed to mm. do something. So I started going to the hospital and volunteering and seeing all the young kids come back. And this is very early on in the war. And I asked them, you know, what do y'all do for fun? Do y'all get out and do anything? And they're like, no, we just, there's nothing really going on. So I started bothering actor coming to San Antonio. And the first one I bought was Toby Keith. And, I called his main office for probably 10 days straight, and finally the lady said, you're being a pain in the butt. I'm just going to give you the tickets and backstage passes <laughs> for you quick calling. So I was like, hey, if that works, that's what I'll do. So I, I've learned to uh, adapt, overcome, and improvise and, and do whatever it takes to be able to try to, to help, you know, our, our, first, our first responders and veterans. Yeah, and that's, that's cool. It just started with that, and I, and I really feel, you know, I really feel 
besides being in the military, which I loved, this is my calling. This is what, what, regardless of what religion you are, God has laid on my heart to do. And it's to do it 100% transparency with integrity and take care of these men and women that, you know, provide the blanket of freedom we all sleep under. You know, the one thing we need to agree in our country is we can bicker and yell and scream at each other and argue about politics because there's men and women who stand on a wall at night and says, I'm going to protect you all. And that's who we need to take care of. Yep. Very well put. Our guest today, Daniel Vargas, who is the president and founder of Operation Triage. And Daniel, I don't know the answer to this question I'm about to ask you. Do, is it okay not to refer to you by rank or retired? Or Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, just Daniel, Dan. I've been called worse. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's an amazing story. Okay, so... Uh, I'm just curious. So now you, you you do this. It's 2016. You decide you're going to create Operation Triage. Then what happens? Well, we've been doing a lot of small things. Uh, like I said, we've done um, emergency financial aid to repair vehicles for some veterans, from active duty members. Uh, we've helped pay for wheelchair ramps and gone down yep. putting wheelchair ramps and things like that. Uh, we've recently paid for a couple of funerals. But this year, it seems now that COVID is kind of we're learning to live with it, things have picked back up. And we're finding veterans that live in, you know, they're, they're with their disability, uh, they're on a fixed income, they can't do those major home repairs a lot of us can afford to do. And so things become a disarray, and, and then they become into an area where they need a hand up. I don't call it a handout. It's a hand up just to get them back, back into being normal, back into being in society. And we go in and do those repairs. So Within the last five months, while we're doing this home with John Wayne Service Company, uh, one of the people I met through John Wayne uh, had a neighbor that lived in a mobile home. That the mobile home was in the same condition as this house and needed to be, it needed to be, you know, condemned, and they needed a new home. And so we went out there and met with them, and we worked with Titan um, Factory Direct and got them a new home. And they were in the home before Christmas. Wow. And yeah, and that you can actually go to our website and on completed projects. Uh, and see the video of it. Um, and, as, you know, it's a Vietnam veteran and his wife, um, you know, struggling. Um, the VA wasn't giving them his benefits that they should have. They turned him down constantly for PTSD. And this is a Vietnam veteran that got blown up. It, 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 it got yeah. blown up in Vietnam, got a Purple Heart, and they kept turning him down for PTSD. Wow. And we finally we finally joined with the Texas Veterans Commission and, and fought with the VA and got him reevaluated. And it looks like within the next month or two, he'll be getting the rating he deserves and we'll be able to live off of. Um, we're going to keep talking, but uh, I want to kind of while we got him in, while in the middle of the show here, um, as folks hear this, either their lives or someone around them, uh, they're thinking, oh, my gosh, this would be a godsend. How do they get in touch with you? How do they apply? How do they what, what do they do? They can actually go to our website, and we have a contact page, and they can fill that out, and it comes directly to us, and we'll answer it right away. Uh, I just ask everybody to be patient with us because it's uh, right now it's five main volunteers, and well, six main volunteers that's doing this. One of it, one of them, is our financial person, our comptroller, who keeps us uh, straight with the IRS. <laughs> and but the rest of us are answering the emails and getting with these families right away and trying to. You know, do what we can. And if we can't figure out the problem, if it's beyond us, we know organizations or other people out there that can help. So That's what I was guessing. We may not know the answer, but we'll help you find the answer. 
Our guest today, Daniel Vargas, president and founder of Operation Triage. The website that uh, Daniel is talking about is operationtriage.org, operationtriage.org. We're going to talk about the event that's uh, coming up on Tuesday that you guys are doing. Uh, But at what point did uh, John Wayne and Don Rackler get involved in all this? Uh, I met with them back in October, uh, and I had had actually emailed him, and he had his son contact me. And I met them, and he, it, I basically went in there to just ask him to to do the mechanicals on Jesse's home, and that way I could find a builder to do it. And Mr. Don Rackler said, I want to do it. I want to be the lead contractor. I want to do it all. So he stepped up, and that home that you saw, Jesse's home, he built from the ground up. Him and we got a bunch of other donors, a bunch of other uh, uh, volunteers, uh, material donations. And he led the charge. Um, wow. I, I can't say enough good things about him and his company. Yeah, they're, they're, they definitely have a history of being good corporate citizens. Um, they are. And, and that's what we need more of. Okay. We need that. If I had a Don Rackler in every city in the United States, I could solve a lot of problems. Well, let's, let's jump to that now. Um, what can our listeners do to help you? What's... Uh, uh, you mentioned you have five volunteers, for instance. Do you need? Are there more volunteer opportunities? Are you looking for more, more folks like uh, John Wayne to to say, okay, we'd like to help you with this project or something like that? Yes, sir. We need everything. We need financial donations that you can do on our website at operationtriage.org. We need um, material donations uh, if we're doing a project. Uh, you know, if somebody knows how to do a website, right now we do our own website on GoDaddy. Um, and I've, I've learned by doing. I'm not here to, to try. Um, you know, we need everything. Um, okay. You know, COVID took a lot of hits for everybody, and it's so down um, for fundraising. And so we're trying to play catch-up right now. So we definitely need the support, community support. And, you know, we need um, reoccurring don- donors that can go on our website and become a reoccurring donor. You know, a dollar a dollar helps a lot. It doesn't have to be a lot. If everybody, if everybody listening just donated a dollar, we could do a lot with that. Um, you know, there's so many ways if you reach out to us, we could find a way to, for you to help out. Yeah. Um, and, and is, is there, I'm, I'm trying to remember the website and I couldn't bring it up in the studio, but is there a list of things that you need items that you're hoping to, uh, to donate to some of the veterans or anything like that, or Amazon if, uh, where, where I can go, or maybe that's on a project to be done later. Uh, that's a project to be done later. Like with Jesse's, we did a Target registry mm-hmm. and asked people to buy items for the house. The family had nothing, so we had we you know we we've got companies um, to donate bedroom sets, uh, rooms to go donate the living room set. Goodness, um, we had uh, rooms to go, sir. No, no, goodness, that's great. Oh yeah, uh, Austin Couch Potatoes donated the bedroom sets. Um, we had other people go to the Target registry and help us buy sheets, towels. Uh, kitchen utensils, plates. I mean, everything had to be re- re- uh, redone for this family um, because a lot of the materials, because of the mold issues and stuff in the older home, uh, weren't wasn't able to be salvaged. So mm. we, we've basically done everything for them. Uh, and we've had a lot of great people and a lot of great supporters step up and do it. I mean, it, it, we just need to love each other in this country. It's, it's love your neighbor. You know, we can all yep. get a disagree and, and argue and so forth. You know, when it's time to help each other out, we need to be there for each other. And uh, I can't think of a better way, especially for the 1% that, that has served our country. Yeah. No, and it sounds like uh, y'all are, 
are, are truly making an impact. Daniel Vargas is our guest, president and founder of Operation Triage. We'll talk about the event in just a few minutes that's coming up on a Tuesday that you can be a part of. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about that in a second again and tell you uh, a little bit more about that. It's just uh, uh, it's not going to be uh, I'm, I'm guessing that there'll be some TV coverage. But you're, are you all videoing uh, the thing for like a Facebook live or anything where people could watch? We're discussing that right now. We're trying to do a Facebook live. Uh, That's right a great now, idea. I don't have the manpower, so I'm working that out uh-huh. with um, with Sean Wing Service Company and see if we can fi- figure out some way to do it. We'd love to do a Facebook live. We, I know um, uh, John Wayne Service Company has done a video that they're going to put together from the start to the finish of this whole thing. We're going to have some time lapse of the home being demolished and the home going up. So eventually we'll have that on our Facebook page, um, um, on our Facebook page, on so- all of our social media, but also on our website at operationtriage.org on completed projects. Daniel, so so um, other than having relatives that were veterans, uh, my connection, I, I have no connection um, and that leads me to my next question. You, however, do personally, plus you're on the front lines in, in San Antonio and other cities. Uh, you know, you're, you're going back. Uh, I'm guessing you could have Korean war veterans. You could have uh, all the way to, to present day. Um, what are some of the things that, th- that they're going through? You, you've mentioned, uh, Mr. Herrera and, uh, and his situation, I don't know if that's common or that's the extreme. And if it's if or, you know, in other words, if, if that's that, you know, what I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm saying it very well, if that's the exception or if that's the rule. So let me just ask you the question and I'll stop beating around the bush. No, I know. I totally I totally understand what you're saying. And, and what we're seeing is very common. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, we, we've, we're losing we're almost have lost all of our World War II veterans and losing our Korean War veterans. So now the Vietnam veterans are, are the oldest generation that has served. And with them, what we find out is because of the way they came home and the way they were treated, they just hid in the, they just went out and hid. They, they live in rural areas or they live in the city and they hid. They, they never asked for help. And a lot of them never even applied for their benefits because they were told if you go apply for, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder back then, the VA will lock you up. That was a rumor that they dealt with. Wow. So we've run into a lot of veterans that have never fully gotten their benefits or, or even used their VA benefits because, as you said, it, when they came back, there was such a bad taste in their mouth of how they were treated. They just didn't want to deal with it. And now that they're older, they need it. And so we're running into a lot of veterans that are living below poverty. I mean, the one veteran that we helped in, in Lavernia, they were going to a, a church pantry and getting food from the church pantry because they couldn't afford to put food on the table because he had just suffered a stroke, and he can't work. Yeah. He couldn't work anymore. So now the family was dealing with that, and plus they can't afford the repairs to do the repairs on their on their mobile home. So in, And how Kevin, the Brown family, found out about him is the wife went over there and said, hey, I have like – Three hundred dollars? Can you fix the roof for the you know for our trailer would stop leaking? And me and him met, and he's like, "Can I use your nonprofit before we can go buy products and stuff, and I have to pay the tax on, and you help us with this trailer?" And that's like, "Let's go meet the family." And once we met the family, we did a deep dig, and I found out after looking at his military records and his VA paperwork and stuff what he was receiving. And I'm and I was appalled because I was like, "You should be at a hundred percent. This is this is a no brainer. Why is the VA giving you the runaround?" So not only did we work on getting them a home, but we worked on getting his benefits fixed because now we'll have a home 
plus he'll have the income coming in from his benefits that he earned on the battlefield to live a good life, whatever life he has left. And he deserves that. He deserves to be treated with honor. We need to go back and tell these Vietnam veterans, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, and we're sorry. We're sorry for the way you were treated, but thank you. We're here now to to, to right those wrongs. Especially for things like you mentioned where uh, these were benefits he was entitled to. That's wonderful. You have, you have really changed their lives. Um, what about sort of, uh, I guess, uh, uh your brothers uh, for Operation Desert Storm and stuff. What are some of the things that we're finding out now about about those veterans that they need? Well, the biggest issues the biggest issues that we're dealing with from that generation, and and it's kind of like what the Vietnam veterans went through is we're dealing with the burn pit issue, and the burn pit issue is when when I served and I mean it goes back to Vietnam really. You know when you're at a forward operating location, you dig a pit and you burn everything, you burn all the trash. You burn all the classified material. You burn, you know, wood. You burn paint. If there's a hospital there, you're burning medical waste. You're burning computers. You're burning everything. Well, we're coming to find out burning all that material causes uh, chemicals to be in the air that's affecting veterans now. It's kind of like this generation's Agent Orange. What we found out about Vietnam and Agent Orange is what's happening with burn pits from Desert Storm Mond. Even the younger uh, veterans now that are from Iraq and Afghanistan are dealing with unknown cancers um, and respiratory illnesses and other things that are killing them. And unfortunately, the way the VA works, you know, with Agent Orange, they waited 50 years to finally admit that it caused all these issues and, and started taking care of these veterans. But by then, half of them were already dead before they could be taken care of or their families could be taken care of. So now we're fighting this issue with the burn pits and trying to get um, veterans paid or, or get their disabilities or get seen by the VA because of the burn pits has been a big issue that, you know, it, it, they have to go through a hassle to prove that their illness is aligned with something with the burn pits. And it's something that's been going on for, and it's in the media right now, that you can go and research. That's a huge issue. So we're running into a lot of desert storm veterans and younger veterans that aren't able to work anymore, they're unemployable, and trying to learn the VA system. The, the problem with fly, applying for a disability is you have to word the paperwork exactly the way the VA wants it, or they kick it back. And we're very fortunate in Texas that we have the Texas Veterans Commission that will help veterans fill out that paperwork. And I encourage all veterans, don't do it on your own. Go to these organizations that are there to help you. And if you don't feel they're helping you, Raise the hell to get the help you deserve. There you go. Um, okay, we got four minutes, and there's so much to, to learn about Operation Triage. Tell us about the event on Tuesday. I promise we would talk about that one more time. Yes, if you'd love to come out and meet us in person and see what we do and touch them. And the, the good thing is you can touch and feel what we do with the house and, and meet Mr. Herrera and his daughter and his family and, um, you know, honor their service. It's at uh, 4923 Greenwood at 11 a.m. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. It'll be a little chilly, but it'll be worth it. Uh, we're going to honor Mr. Herrera and and return him back to his house that he deserves, uh, something he deserved a long time ago. And, you know, uh, we're there. Come and, come and meet us, and, we'll, you know, we can talk. If you have an issue, if you're a veteran that needs help, uh, come and see us. Uh, go to our website, operationtriage.org. Um, you know, I can't promise it's going to be fast and easy to get through what you're going through. But we won't quit. 
I can promise you that. We won't quit in helping you. No, I, I, I think in hearing your voice and hearing your passion, Daniel, that, uh, yeah, they will get the idea that, that you won't quit, which is wonderful. Um, and so uh, that's going to be at 4923 Greenwood this Tuesday starting at, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but I 11 don't. 11 a.m. 11 a.m., okay. Be there by 1045. That way you don't miss anything. Okay. And that way they'll learn more. Um, let's see. we got about uh, two minutes left. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the the home uh, could not have been built without uh, the corporate uh, citizen and corporate uh, donations of time, money, and, uh, and equipment from John Wayne and the Racklers. So uh, I want to recognize them. Um, well, let me tell you a good story about Mr. Racker, Don. Okay. He, he is a leader among leaders. Let me tell you, I would follow him into battle anytime. He was out there working on the house, working on the yard. He was laying sod. And here's a man that has worked his butt off to become, um, to lead an amazing corporation and could be out doing whatever he wanted to do, playing golf or whatever. He is out there laying sod and putting a flag up in front of this veteran's home with his own bare hands. That's the type of people we want to work with and the type of people we need more of. Okay. Last thing, Daniel, operationtriage.org. Last thing, uh, and that is um, I'm, I'm guessing we have families of veterans and veterans listening to the show. Um, you get a chance to speak to them now for uh, about a minute or so. What do you want to tell them? Thank you all for your service, including the family, because the family serves too. You're not alone. There's help out there. Don't be afraid to reach out. Speak up. You've earned your benefits. You've earned your right to be helped. Speak up and don't be the alpha male, the alpha female that you can think you can handle everything on your own. There's help out there. Reach out and grab a hand and let people help you. There's nothing wrong with them. There's no shame in it. Uh, and that's perfect. And that's, uh, you know, the one thing that I can hear in all the stuff you're saying is you're offering hope. Uh, and I think in terms of, of suicides and things like that, often they, ha- they happen because there's a loss of hope. There's a loss of a feeling that there's a solution to the problem. So this is great. OperationTriage.org is the uh, website that you can learn more about them and contact them, OperationTriage.org. Daniel, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for your service. Uh, and uh, we'll say goodbye for today, okay? Thank you for the time, sir, and thank you for this. Uh, letting us get the word out. Let us spread the message. You bet. I'm, I'm eager to see if folks contact you. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. If you didn't get the information, uh, the website or something, uh, you call me here at the station. We'll be happy to get it to you. We'll say goodbye for today, but join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.